Oh, I know it. Santa Claus is coming down. <laughs> okay. And welcome back to yet another one of our cartridge talks. Yes, Jim, we're going with your intro right there. We didn't even get the countdown yet. Oh, cripes. He's probably recording. Ryan, are you recording right now? We're going. Yeah, we're, we're going. going. Okay. We can skip. You're welcome. Start, start. You know, fine. We won't even do that one. We'll do. Ryan. There's no rewinds. It's. Uh, it's. Stop. We're already going. No. No, Ryan, MC Ryan holds the keys. We're not going to start this one I'll off this rough. I'll own up to that one. We're not going to start we this one off there that for rough. About five and a half minutes trying to figure out what Christmas song to sing, and I just I I took the bullet for you. you Ryan Mark just, wrote a song. It's really good, and I heard it last night. We can and talk he will about sing these it. things later after Ryan starts the clock over. We're not starting over. People no. don't want to hear all this. People I'm going to jump into the intro, are, yeah. and we're going to just start this if we don't just start this. Ryan, all you right, start it. Fine. Yeah, no, like I'm going to start. I'm going to paint a picture. Okay, you're the captain, finally. <laughs> the hell is that supposed to mean? Ladies and gentlemen <laughs> of the I'm... Vortex Nation, welcome to today's holiday cartridge episode in which we are going to highlight the new long-awaited 7mm PRC from our friends at Hornady. Mark, what can you tell us about this cartridge? <sighs> Ryan, the year is 2022. People are looking for a solution to a problem. That problem, finding the perfect 7mm cartridge to suit all their 7mm needs for big game and long-range precision. Mm. Because we all know it's not the 7mm mag. God, no. Well, so that was going to be that was going to be back. part of my intro. Are we finally going to get Ryan to like a seven? Would you like the seven oh eight? Right? You like I, the seven oh eight? I own a two eighty Ackley. So it's it's just the seven gram mag that you don't like. Yeah. God, you're making people mad again. Mm. Gosh, I should say. That's right. It's Christmas holiday cartridge talk. <laughs> Family show. Uh, Ryan, the more. I read about this cartridge. The more I like it, a lot. It's an impressive piece. It seems like it was the uh, the missing link in the PRC family. Mm. So we started with the well, wait, Ch- chicken or the egg here? Yeah, we've got the PRC family here. Six five mm. PRC, three hundred PRC, big one, and then we got Goldilocks in the middle here. The seven PRC certainly. Um, this thing does a lot of things really well. I feel it is an intelligent cartridge. I think that's what happened here. You took the uh, y- you know these these seven these high BC seven millimeter bullets, and again we're we're kind of bridging that gap of not bridging the gap, but you're combining long range precision with hunting effectiveness, right? Or so you're getting you're you're making a cartridge that does both very well, kind of double duty, um, and uh, you're doing it in a a, a package that's going to be a standard length action. Yes. Why did it take so? Why did it take a while to get the seven? You know, don't they just go into SolidWorks when they're designing the cartridge and just click the the little the little grabby dots and just drag the cartridge a little bit longer and make the hole a little wider for a seven millimeter bullet and whammo? I'm Maybe sure if they already had the PRC. I'm I'm sure if we chat with the fellows at Hornady, they'll have a little different iteration of that story, but it's probably not far off. Um, no, I'm just kidding. So, 
uh, I think it's a really cool cartridge um, to, to just state that out outright. Um, and I understand kind of where they were going with it, and I think they nailed it. So if we look at the three on the table, the 6.5 PRC bracketing the seven and then the, the 300 on the, on the far left here, the 300, which we've talked about before, is an intercontinental ballistic missile from a performance standpoint. That's a 212-grain ELDX at nearly 2,900 feet per second. Bonkers ballistic coefficient, bonkers payload um, from a mass standpoint at a bonkers velocity. The 6.5 PRC, um, this is 142. This is actually nozzle loading. 142-grain, no, 140-grain ballistic tip, excuse me, at uh, 2,900 feet per second. Um, so that's, a notable that's, that's Cooper's. He shot his buck with that yeah. this year. Killed it dead. Yep. A notable boost over the 6.5 Creedmoor performance, which is also a Hornady cartridge. Um, you know, you're, you're packing on several hundred feet per second of, of capability there. But the 7, which is not remarkably larger than the 6.5, mm-hmm. is, I think, really capturing the best of both worlds from a payload and ballistic standpoint and then a manageable standpoint from like the, the shoot, inherent shootability of the 6.5 PRC. Um, this is a 175 grain ELDX. So a bullet designed specifically around this case, crazy BC, G1 of 0.689 um, at a muzzle velocity of three grand. So you now have a lot of the flight characteristics and arguably some better than the 300 PRC with the shootability similar to that of the 6.5 PRC bundled together into a, 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 a tamer yet no less ferocious cartridge. I mean, Mark was right. It's Goldilocks. It is. I think so, yeah. Um, I do have a question. Yeah. Or continue, and then I have a question. Well, no, I'm just going to say that as I look at these cartridges and as we've talked to the fellas at Hornady before, the 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 design intent around the cartridge is not simply pushing a bullet at a given velocity. It's like intelligent case design. Mm-hmm. Um and exploitation of um, case capacity and and then pairing with a really remarkable projectile to get the most out of what you can get in the package without going crazy on the rifle. So with that in mind, right, it's not like this is like, oh my gosh, this is the fastest, right? Because I think it's comparable. I mean, it might be faster, but it's like not that different than a 7 rim mag, right? As far as just velocity. Right. If you're looking at mass and you're looking at velocity, these are attainable with some of the other sevens that currently exist or have existed before it, but in like different context. So the other sevens that exist currently and have existed before it don't push that projectile right. at that velocity with that Like a heavier charge. high BC bullet. Yes. Yep. Right. And and so there should be a huge distinction made between a 175-grain round-nose 7-millimeter design and a bonkers high BC 175-grain mm-hmm. super aerodynamic projectile. Now, where, like, so, you know, the 7-rim make been around for years. People love it. A long time. Right. Um, is this kind of like some cartridges we see these days, if you're going to compare the 7 PRC to the 7 rim mag, where it begins to separate kind of like that, you know, 500-yard mark and beyond, as far as, like, um, that's what really sets it apart in performance? Or is it, like, dramatically better all the way through? I think it's dramatically better all the way through because now this is a turnkey option. So if you wanted to 
exploit what the seven rem mag could could do uh with the same setup it's not a turnkey factory rifle hmm. so that's a big thing um you could probably get a seven rem mag to do just about all that can do um and, and be very very close to on par but you're going to be making some considerations to how the rifle's built how the rifle's configured a lot of other stuff that is not necessarily easy or, or cost efficient. Hornady designed this to be out of the box, ready to party. And the rifle manufacturers that are now rolling it out. And I think they did a brilliant job of like a tandem release cartridge and rifle availability. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind this, of rifles we got for it? Uh, many of the major manufacturers that we're aware of now. Nice. So, And I've seen a lot of builder barrels coming out um, ready to go. So some of the pre-fit options that are out there now in 7PRC. That's cool. I do like that when they make it easy right off the bat. Yep. And and I think that was a very, very smooth move. Um, and it's going to certainly, I think, just benefit the shooter all around. With the um, very, you know, efficient, thoughtful case design, mm-hmm. it sounds like the rifles that are chambered for this are also, like, very tight tolerance from what I'm hearing as far as... Um, like their chamber dimensions? Yes. Hornady's chamber design stuff. And it's real. And it's it's not it's not just a, it's not just a, a marketing thing, I don't think. I think if, if you build a gun with the way that they intend chambers to be laid out, it's probably going to shoot really good. That's what I was hearing. Like, that's yeah. where some of the accuracy is coming from. It's like you have this, you know, essentially chamber that's designed around the cartridge. I guess they all are, right? But, I mean, but like very... Intelligent, thoughtful. Yes. What do you? I guess I'm curious. I just always assumed every time a cartridge came out that all the rifle manufacturers would want to design their chambers to the specifications of the ammo manufacturer who designed the cartridge. Like, did something? Is there some sort of magical sauce that they put into the cartridge design, and 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 then that they had to have this really specific chamber design to make it work together, or something that hasn't been done in other cartridges? Let's look at a 243 Winchester, for instance. Sure. Um, you're going to shoot 100 grade soft point. It's a pretty standard load. Most of the chambers that you're going to get in a factory available rifle are not optimized for shooting high BC, long profile projectiles. Hmm. And with that, a lot of the twist rates aren't right necessarily for yeah. accommodating those profiles. Um, Hornady, because they make these high BC bullets in the ELD, ELDX, uh, BTHP, and now the new CX designs, are accommodating that out of the box in their chamber design. So when they're like, hey, make a chamber to this print, it's going to accommodate their bullet palette. Oh, okay. Yep. And the shooter is going to have the ability to shoot a match profile bullet in the same rifle as they would something like the CX, which is this bonkers, crazy, homogenous bullet design that everybody knows that I love. That solid copper, copper alloy bullet that's super tough. Crazy penetration. Okay. Like essentially, like by almost default, you're getting like a match grade chamber. Yep. In a match grade rifle with match grade ammunition that has and also modern, yeah. I I guess because I mean it used to be that when you think hunting ammo, you're like you wouldn't really think of this really pointy match grade stuff. No, you think of that. There wasn't that long ago. You're you're exposed exposed lead. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Which still works famously today. Sure. Sure, right. But this is you know a cartridge that's designed to be like I said, really bridges that long range precision and practical hunting and then also like you know hey i mean as we talk about a lot people are interested in extending their effective hunting range being more 
comfortable and confident at those longer distances. Yep. Another thing I like about this thing is it doesn't have that bonkers velocity. So if you do want to bang away with a little bit more, you know, you're not necessarily bearing up, burning out your barrel. Like it's fast. Like it's really fast, yep. but it's not like Obscene. overly, or I shouldn't say overly because like the um, 28 Nosler, I think that's a great cartridge. I yep. like it a lot, but I'm not going to use it for the same. Okay. You're not going to recreationally shoot it. Ex- there you, you nailed it. Where right? you have an opportunity yeah. to do so and, and get away with a, a you know, probably longer barrel life. The 28, 20H Nas is like the, is like a drag car. All like gas, you only no take it to the drag strip. Yep. And otherwise it just rides on the trailer. Yep. Um, do and you it, think people And are, it's going to do that job really good. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do, do you think people are going to shoot the 7 PRC at long range a lot? Like that I'm not asking that I, in a way to like say like bash it, but I'm I'm wondering like, are there a lot of people out there who you think are going to be buying? They're like, okay, I only want to get one gun, and I want one gun to do everything, and therefore, bingo, 7 PRC. Or, like, are people going to be setting out like, all right, I'm looking for exactly what that cartridge has. Like, is its beauty in just the fact that, like, it's sort of a chameleon? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I absolutely think so. And with the factory-loaded options, I think it has the ability to satiate both crowds. Yeah. Yeah. Like more so than, I mean, a lot of guys, Mark, I'm thinking you and I shot PRS, right? Mm-hmm. Most guys now, it seems, are trying to go, they were at like 6.5 and 3.08, and then now they've gone down to 6 Creed. So, and so, so that's kind of like that competition crowd I get, maybe save, a little different. Save for PRS. Yeah. Right? They're, mm-hmm. they're trying to do, I think, sometimes some other things. Um, you know, minimal recoil. We want to watch Trace. Yeah. We, we want to be in total control of the situation at all times and not let things like recoil affect us, and we want to be able to watch our bullet flying in the air. Different game. But yeah. if you wanted to go shoot a mile, that. More so than that? No, I still think you can do this, but you're getting, in, you're getting into a pretty big rig with a 300 PRC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some action accommodations that need to be made um, in certain rifles. Um, there is a notable amount more recoil. Um, We're just burning more powder and we're pushing a heavier projectile. And it may be towing the line of uncomfortable for some folks. Mm. Um, Whereas I think the 7 is kind of that nice, happy medium. It is kind of a sweet spot of doing a lot of things really good. And I think you nailed it when you said recreational shooting. Like, I want to go, I think long range, shooting long range is fun. I want to go out and set up, you know, a target array and shoot at, you know, you know, whatever, five, six, seven thousand yards beyond, right. right? But not for like a competition where there's hundreds of other people there in the same day and everyone's trying to get first place. Yeah, right. I still think yeah. the 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 gaming cartridges like six Dasher, six GT, BRX, um, six Creedmoor, six five Creedmoor. Yeah, that's your high volume mm-hmm. match competition yeah. cartridge. The seven, the seven is a great blend. You can go get some high volume use out of it, and sure. it's your hunting rig. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a kind of like a short, fat case. And speaking of the case, because that case is larger diameter than the regular 7, right? No. Well, depends on where we're measuring from. Like, so, like you know, like here. Yeah, it's got, a, it's got a modern square profile to it, minimal taper. It's Hornady's 375 Ruger case. 
that's super versatile and flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, shares here at the 6.5 PRC, the 7 PRC, the 300 PRC, the, the, the 375 Ruger, the 416 Ruger. It's a super modern case. We've exempted the belt. Yeah. We've, we've, you know, eliminated body taper. That's better um, for reloading, right? No yeah. belt? Yep. Um, Why is that? It's just an unnecessary thing in modern times. We're not controlling headspace like we were. We don't necessarily need it from like a strength deal. It's a vestigial trait that carried over, that carried over for a long time. Doesn't necessarily need to be there. Um, Modern shoulder, um, intelligent neck. We're letting the neck hold the bullet as we should. We're not eking into the powder capacity that we would in a factory. Like, okay, so something very important. 3.340. COAL on that. Mm-hmm. So we're at about the same COAL as we are with a 300 win mag or a 7 rem mag, but we're exploiting the the internal powder capacity of the case and we're letting the bullet hang out. I was going to say, the bullet's not pushed down new. into the case. Nope. Not at all. Nope. So it, we're, we're, using, we're using the case to do its job and we're letting the bullet do its thing. Um, and then the neck is holding it all together and it's great. It's it's a modern cartridge. Well, and you probably don't need a super long barrel to nope. maximize the powder burn, right? Nope. That's nice. Yep. I like so that. So we're, we're getting away from this big, giant form factor in long-range <sighs> guns mm. and able to step into you know more compact, portable. Much excite. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, I got another. Do it. So it might be a little bit, little bit of foreshadowing here on one of our future holiday cartridge talks here. But you look at these, you, like I said, we got the PRC family here, and it's like almost like you know stair steps yeah. in in height, right? Um, but then you look at say like a six five Creed or a six Creed, and it's just like neck down. Like th- these aren't just like necked up and down, no. which I find interesting because sometimes you'll see that it's like oh it's the the this, but we just either you know make neck oh, bigger, I get what you're saying. yeah, you know make neck smaller diameter. But sure. these are all different. Yep. So there was a Wildcat um, that existed on the 7, 7 300 PRC or 7 LRM, if okay. you want to call it that. A mm-hmm. lot of horsepower. Yep. Um, maybe too much. Debatable, right? To each their own. Um, there was a Wildcat that was 7 six, five PRC. Maybe not enough. Mm-hmm. So this is that happy medium. I got to ask. I I asked this question, I feel like, before on a different podcast in just a different way. But, like, okay, as very avid hunters, you two, I'm I'm more of a, the casual hunter than you two are. But it, what is it, like, what game species or is there some distance level or something like that that where you're like, oh, okay, now I have unlocked this category of things that I can hunt or ways <laughs> that I can hunt by jumping up to the 7 PRC over the 6.5 PRC. Because... We have people discuss all the time the the things that they've done with six five uh, rounds, Creedmoors even, even yeah. which which is even you know a little bit less new stuff than the six five PRC. So, what do you what do you think that is? Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't do it with a six five PRC, but that seven, I tell you what, now I've unlocked. I think you do because you. You're well, okay. With these two loads, you're adding 35 grains of mass, which is mm-hmm. not insignificant. No, right? no, not at all. And you're adding 100 feet per second, which is significant. Um, plus that 35 grains of mass. Um, I think this is an everything thing, an everything thing. Yeah, so anything on North America, yeah. And I think you could do that with a 6.5 PRC and a, a you know the right bullet. And I think you could probably do that with a 6.5 Creedmoor and the right bullet. Would it be personally my first choice? No. 
Um, You're buying yourself a little bit of insurance. Insurance. Yeah. And when, when paired, if like you take the 160 CX loading um, in, in the 7 PRC, that's a moose, elk, caribou, mule deer, pronghorn, whatever you want. Yeah. Absolutely. No question about it. Um, I still think you could do it with the uh, CX loading in, in something like a PRC. Yeah. I think that I would sleep a little sounder with the 7. I suppose if it's still so comfortable to shoot, you might you just think to yourself, why not? Yeah. You know? Yep. Hmm. Okay. Cool. I just, man, I just think it hits a sweet spot. It's almost like, oh, God. Okay, is this going to be a stupid comparison? But, like, the 308, right? Mm-hmm. It just kind of does a lot of things really well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a 7mm long-range 308 in my... I know it's where you. Like, I know where you're coming from. I know it's a stretch. Don't look at the numbers. Don't do the this. Just like in like a practicality world. Feel. Is it? It doesn't is make it, me feel like. Is that. it the most versatile seven? Is that the question you're asking? That's that's where I'm going. I probably. think all things considered, with the factory options and ammunition and rifle, what we've now come to see with with anything that the ballisticians and engineers at Hornady produce from a consistency standpoint. That part is all good. When we look at what the cartridge is capable of um, on the low end, on the high end, and whether that is measured in terms of yards or weight of game or hunting, I would say yes, mm-hmm. without having to make crazy considerations. Like I have a 280 AI, which is not remarkably different than this from a performance standpoint. Um, I have to load it. I have to load it. I right. had to. I had to have the rifle built, and I had to goof around with stuff, um, special dies, special loading practices to get the performance that I want out of it. And I'm happy as a clam with it. I think it's a really cool gun. But it's, it's this is a turnkey option, and I think that says a lot. Rifles generally featuring like a one and seven, one and eight twist. With Fa- this faster twist, probably. I'd have. I, I'm not looking for one actively, so I'd probably say one and eight, one and nine at the slowest twist. Mm-hmm. I like it. Now, another cartridge we've talked about that when I was looking at the numbers, very close, right? And then you could say from a practicality perspective for hunting. Mm-hmm. And I'd say your general hunting distances, which I'll define. I don't know. I'm not defining a yardage, but I'll mm-hmm. just throw this out. 600 yards and in, the 6.8 Western. Sure. Which is very, like, I think by the numbers, you know, the the uh, 7 PRC beats it. Yep. But I also really like that cartridge as well for how I, how I would use it. For, uh, from a hunting perspective, did that really? Did that one take off quite a lot? I didn't pay a lot of attention after we did. The, I think it is six eight the next six five. I think it does pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. People getting that. I have not had a lot of folks reaching out with it, and that was kind of a thing too. That that cartridge came out in a very tough spot, tough time, did really hard time. Yep, and an unforeseeable thing. I still think it's a fine cartridge. It it, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. <laughs> That's fine. what I think. This is fine. I like I th- it because it looks like a seven short mag. It it was the oh my gosh. it was the upgrade that the two seventy Wisdom needed. Mm-hmm. How's that? I think that is an accurate statement. I'm I'm That's on uh, I'm on Hornady's That's website right now, and I'm looking at the 
factory gun makers currently offering. It's a lot. Yeah. So from holy list. Yeah. So outside of the custom builders or the semi-custom builders, Mossberg, Remington Savage, uh, Ruger coming quickly, you Springfield know Armory. In there. Yeah. Tika. Uh, not yet. Oh, I hope on. they do. You know I'm a fan of the Tika. I do. Yeah, I, I was looking at that. that earlier as well. You'll see, um, at least right now, okay, press time, press time. Yep. Um, yeah, Tika and Browning, which I could see Browning because they yeah, have the- of course. 6-8 Western. Yep. yep. Um, so here's here's a compare and contrast. Um, the muzzle velocity of the 160-grain CX projectile out of the PRC is three grand. Um, I can shoot, and this is just posted velocities- a similar weight bullet that's a little bit different in profile. So that 160CX is going to be a pretty long bullet. Um, mm-hmm. I could probably get it going out of my Ackley without going super hot rod at around 27 to 2800. So wow. the yeah, the PRC is going to pick up probably 100 to 200 feet per second or more. That's impressive. Yeah, and you don't have to reload it. Yep, and it's going to be the same COAL, and this is a turnkey option. I think you're just getting. Long range, you're getting long range precision and guns that are built for like you're just you're getting a lot of precision here mm-hmm. and long range efficiency. It's in the name, yeah. Well, speaking of the name and successful, like I feel like that will play handily oh, into the success of this cartridge. It's got a nice ring to the, it. The, well, the 6.5 PRC did great, the 300 PRC did great. This is, you know, the next one in the lineup. It's right in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's got a pretty darn good springboard to jump off of. Yes. And Hornady does a great job. Every it, time. I mean, so they've gained a lot of uh, they've gained a lot of well-deserved trust. Yes. In there as well. Yes. So, there's a sweetheart in every lineup of products. Mm-hmm. That might be the one in the PRC. And interestingly enough, it it's it's the ladder coming onto the scene. Well, I guess, does that wrap it up? I mean, I'd say we definitely, uh, we left 10 minutes in the dust, but yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Just how I like it. Well, let's talk to the folks out there, the audience. Number one, thanks for listening. Number two, do you have one of these already? Have you been shooting it? Are you thinking about getting it? Are you going to replace your current seven because this seven is better? Theoretically, not even theoretically. I mean, look. No, at the I think it's, it, it is yeah, better. It's better. I, did, I was trying. I, yeah. to, I was it's, trying to pad it. You're you know, so nice. You're uh, so nice. Is it better enough you're to so make nice. you go, man? I want that. <laughs> I think if you had a seven rem mag and you were looking to step it into the 21st century, this is this is what you do. Okay, let's yeah. get our crystal balls out now, Ryan. Do you think, with the success of the other PRCs, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the introduction of this one, Mm -hmm. are you going to see people who want to shoot a 7-millimeter bullet? Like, do you think you'll see the 7-rim mag fall off in popularity? Do you you think you'll see the other 7s fall off and this one just be like, yeah, if you want to get a 7, get that one? I believe that this will have the same effect on the 7-millimeter Remington Magnum as the 6.5 Creedmoor did on the 260 Remington. Ooh, woof. The 260 Ryan, Remington a, was way less established than the 7 Remington yeah. was, though. Yet, uh, I believe the outcome will be the same. You think it'll be a death sentence? Uh, 
think about all those seven rim make guns that are out there. I mean, oh, sure. I feel like think that's basically that. what you're saying. Yeah, right? and, and, and they'll. I think they'll continue to to do what they do. Circulate. Yeah, but I think that I think that with the with the palette that's currently available um, from Hornady, and I'm sure other ammunition manufacturers are going to follow suit. And I think more rifle manufacturers are going to follow suit. I think that the old seven rem mag might, um, might be slowing up a little bit. You're going to get rid of your 280 AI and get one of these. He's invested. Well, that's a big part of it. That's a big part of it. If this is like, if I would go back in time and I knew that this cartridge was, was going to roll off the production line, probably would have made a different consideration. There you have it. But I don't think I'll replace it. But I think this spells um, the end <laughs> for... Jeez. Harsh. In, I should say I the end it. in favor. I love it. The end in favor. I love Those it. guns are going to continue on oh. working famously in perpetuity. But I think that there's a new seven in town. Mm. I think there's a new seven in town, but I also think that like... For how most people are using, like their seven rim mag, yep. it's gonna it. They w- they wouldn't see a major difference, like in practical performance of how they're using that rifle. Correct. That one's still better. All right. This is a Midwestern goodbye. Yep. Thanks everybody for listening. Happy holidays. Like we said, let's uh, let's chat a little seven uh, PRC. Let us know your thoughts on it. And uh, until next time. We'll catch you on the next one. Merry Crisis. Merry Chrysler. See ya. Bye.